1: Oh, I'm still a delight
0: Good afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colachan District, 88.7 FM along the coast and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au or perhaps you're listening to the Afternoon Delight podcast. Welcome aboard Mr. Max, how are you? Good. Had a good week? Yeah. Yeah, the month is quickly disappearing, we're almost halfway through January already. Yeah. What the hey <laughs> <laughs> What have you been up to this week, seeing as it's school holidays?
2: We've been in Warnable most of the day today.
0: Oh, ah, what's been happening in Warnable? Um, fun stuffs.
2: We our Greyhound Shazza, is yes. um hurt herself. Oh dear. So we went That's to That's not uh, fun to, stuff. Yeah, we went to the Greyhound course mm-hmm. today to um get a check. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they, um, cracked some of uh, her bones and that. Uh huh. right yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah. Well, I hope she's feeling a bit better then. Yeah. Yeah, poor thing, like a greyhound chiropractor.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, there you go. Well, that would uh, definitely have kept you at least <laughs> busy, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I hope she's feeling better soon. Have you been up to anything else throughout the week? Not much. (laughs) Not much, just lazing about? Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Mum and Dad went to the cold chisel thing. Ah,
0: right. Did they enjoy that? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I've seen a few people uh, went to that yesterday. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Well, I think we best uh, kick off the show then and find out what's in that there yum box, (music) eh? Okie dokie, it is time to open the yum box, and I believe these are the final two things from our Spain yum box. Is this correct? Yep. hmm So, what have we got left?
2: Shortbread and or- with orange marmalade filling, mm-hmm. and it says contains meat. Oh. Mm. I was
0: going to say, shortbread to me is very much a Scottish thing. I wouldn't have thought it was very Spanish, but okay. <laughs> Sc- Scottish... Shortbread, no. Spanish shortbread, yeah. With meat and orange, okay, righto. And
2: um, soft cake with cream filling.
0: A soft cake with cream filling. Hmm. Okay, then let's find out which one do you want to go first, sweet or savory?
2: We'll do the this, um. <laughs>
0: the cake first. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, we're going with the shortbread with orange marmalade. Yeah. Contains meat. Okay. You know the old saying: when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Yeah. You heard that before? Yep. What would you do if life gave you an excess of flour and lard, do you think? <laughs> do you know what lard is? No. It's animal fat. Oh. So apparently, according to the Spanish, you make manticado cookies. So that's what the townspeople of Estipa did back in the 15th century. Locals combined leftover pork fat, flour and sugar, rolled it into balls, and then baked them until they were lightly golden brown. Um... So, before long, this crumbly shortbread has become a national Christmas tradition, making a the hub of a lucrative new industry. Nowadays, August through to December marks Manticado season in Estapa, when roughly one sixth of the population goes to work in producing 40% of the country's Manticados, which is about 44 million pounds per year. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. So with this treat, you get a delicious taste of a steeper, perfectly paired with another Spanish pride and joy, which is super sweet Valencia oranges. So, uh, you know the Valencia orange? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that, that's a uh, famous Spanish fruit. Let's see uh, what what this has to offer. You snapped off a tiny little bit there.
2: I didn't snap it oh, off. Oh, you
0: didn't snap it off. Okay, that, that came out of the packaging. I thought you were Very being...
2: Very crumbly. I
0: thought you were worried about what might be inside. <clears throat>
2: Very crumbly.
0: Very crumbly. It's uh, does, Is it hard or... No. No, just crumbly. Yeah. So it's about the size of what? A baby's fist?
2: There's still some <laughs> more in the packet. There's still some more in the crumb- packet. So d- it does
0: look like a little tiny, tiny bread roll as opposed to short bread. Yeah. Because when we think of short bread, we often think of kind of squares or... You know, star biscuits and things like that. Yeah. Or the finger shortbread. But this is like a lump of dough. It does look a little bit like a small, perhaps, um, uh, damper or... um, Oh. Oh, okay. So you've just peeled it back a little bit. (laughs) It is super crumbly. And uh, what have you ended up there with, Max?
2: There's (coughs) orange marmalade inside.
0: Quite literally. It's a very thick layer as well. What do you think of when you think of marmalade?
2: Paddington.
0: <laughs> That's what I think of too. Paddington Bear. And this is a very, very bright orange marmalade. So, yeah, these Valencia oranges, I think they've put the entire orange into the marmalade. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so, as you said, very crumbly on the outside. Yes. For a baked yep. good, it's hardly anything holding it together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The marmalade is pretty much just been almost rolled in crumbs. Yeah Okay Anything else before you uh, go taste test? I don't
2: know It looks like an apricot in the middle
0: It does It looks like apricot jam, I guess As opposed to uh, marmalade Or a a dried apricot, perhaps Down the hatch Let me know what you think Going for a bit of a nibble there You're mulling it over
2: (laughs) I can't taste much
0: You can't taste much?
2: Yeah Really? Mm
0: Mm-hmm I'll have a Hmm Actually Very good point Mm. I know there's something in my mouth, but it's like there is something there. It does, for, for me, marmalade's a very sharp taste, usually. That's quite invisible, if mm. tastes can be invisible. <laughs> there is a bit of a, a sugary tinge to the, the outer layer, yeah, but the actual um, marmalade centre... I can't taste it at all. It's almost like the crumbly outside feels like desiccated coconut in your mouth. But, um, yeah, taste-wise, that's bizarre.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know I've eaten something because I could feel myself chewing on it, but I couldn't actually taste anything. The slightest sweet taste to it. Mm. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are we going for that? <clears throat> I'm gonna one thumb up one thumb, yeah, that's crazy, mm. that is the strangest thing I think I've had on this show in that I can't taste it mm-hmm. um okay, then <laughs> I guess we move on to our last one, which is the soft cake with cream filling, better known as the Corte Dillo ronello de crema, so this is a mystery, apparently. what do you think could be puzzling about a cake um? I don't know. Okay. So, apparently, um, in the Convents of Southern Andalucía, where Catholic nuns first prepared the treat, the nuns of Seville, Cadiz, Huelva, and Iquija all claim they are the people that created the Cortadillos. But they can't possibly have, as they're all from different parts of Spain. They all claim that their convent was the one that came up with it. But four different cities couldn't have come up with the exact same recipe when there's so much distance between them. And they hadn't, um, you know, crossed over between each other sharing recipes. As for why so many people want to claim it, it's because apparently it's a very decadent cake with luscious cream and a super sweet coating. But, yeah, they cannot trace which... They know a convent created it, but they don't know which one. Because this has travelled far and wide... What can you tell us about the cream filling in this cake?
2: It's bright. Mm Mm-hmm. And,
0: um... It's kind of melted (laughs) into the cake. (laughs) Yeah. I think for travel purposes, it's probably, um... It's a very, very, um, damp, moist cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the the cream filling. And I think because it was foil-sealed. Um... Oh, okay, plasticky.
2: Yeah.
0: Righto. So it's sealed in plastic, but um, whether it's normally this moist because it's it falls apart in your fingers. Mm. It's almost like play doh. Yeah. A very doughy texture. What do you think of the taste? That's good. Mm. It's got a custardy kind of flavour to it. Mm-hmm certainly has more flavour than the uh, <laughs> Yeah the shortbread. Mm-hmm. It kinda coats your tongue as well. With um it's like before you cook a cake, you know, when you lick the bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is like the first stage of it being cooked. So it's not doughy as such. But it's still gooey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving the, uh, the cream-filled cake?
2: No, I'm actually going to give that two thumbs up.
0: you giving that one the two thumbs up? Yep. Too easy. Well, that is the end of our uh, Spanish journey. Yeah. <clears throat> is there a clue on the back of the book as to where we are headed next time?
2: Um, there's no clue for next month, it says. Ooh. Instead, we have a sneak peek. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you want to uh, share with the listeners... What the sneak peek is?
2: Um, in December we'll visit a variety of countries, trying the best holiday yums. Expect the following: so, um, nut torte from Switzerland, raspberry potato chips from Spain. Almond chocolate bar from Germany.
0: Wow. Yeah. There you go. So we should say that these boxes arrive every month, and so yeah. we, we will be starting the December box. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're reading at that clue, people are probably thinking, hang on, we're in the middle of January. So we're going to be eating, starting the December box next time. Yeah. A mix of uh, different celebratory things from around the world
2: mm. very
0: strange there you go did we finish all our spanish trivia and quizzes from inside the magic booklet i think we did
2: yeah i think I we did i <coughs> think
0: we're all good <laughs> <laughs> Well there you go that has been our spanish journey we're going to take a quick break we'll be back to uh check out this week's uh theme so don't go anywhere Kids Kingdom, come for a play or stay all day. Enjoy coffee and a sweet treat or lunch from our full on-site cafe menu. Book a party in one of our three
1: colourful party rooms. Inquire today, 52315633. Kids Kingdom, proud sponsor of Afternoon Delight on OCR FM.
0: And it is time for us to get into this week's topic. Max, what are we looking at?
2: Nesquik.
0: Nesquik. What do you know about Nesquik?
2: It's got a couple of different flavours. Mhm. It's chocolate and strawberry.
0: Uh huh. And has it always been chocolate and strawberry in your world?
2: I don't know.
0: You don't know. <laughs> because in my era, there used to be banana. And it was the best (laughs) flavour. But uh, we will get to that. So uh, uh, chocolate and strawberry are the two current flavours. What do you use Nesquik for? Like hot
2: chocolates and milkshakes?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's made by a Swiss company called Nestle. Yeah. And in 1948, Nestle launched a drink mix of chocolate-flavoured milk called Nestle Quick. So it was released in the United States... And then it was uh, released in Europe during the 1950s as Nesquik. So they combined Nestle and Quick to, uh, to become the one name. Since 1999, it's been Nesquik all over the world. And it appears on a variety of different um, products these days. So uh, we know the powdered milk for flavoured um, drinks. They also have ready-made syrups, ready-to-drink products with the uh, flavouring already in it. They have chocolate fondue fountains, hot cocoa mix, um, candy bars, and breakfast cereals as well. But here in Australia, we pretty much just know it as a powdered milk drink. Yeah. <laughs> so in countries with the word quick, QUIK, Q-U-I-K, um, the name was changed uh, because they wanted a worldwide brand. So instead of being called Nestle Quick. Which the U.S. market was, Um, even here in uh, Australia, it was still called um, Nestle's Quick for quite a long time. But um, yeah, by 1999, every single country in the world now knows it as Nesquik. Uh, That same year, the cereal partners introduced the Nesquik cereal, and its slogan was "Turns milk into chocolate milk." Now, where have you heard (laughs) a similar sort of slogan on a breakfast cereal?
1: <coughs> um,
0: Turns milk into chocolate milk. You ever heard the slogan <laughs> "Just like a chocolate milkshake, only crunchy"? Or is that out of your wheelhouse as well?
2: Yeah, I have. You have? I just you can't remember
0: what it's called. <laughs> Cocoa Pops. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they were asked to stop using that slogan. <laughs> uh, Nesquik syrup products were introduced in 1981, and the ready-to-go products 1984. So they've been around for quite a long time. Uh, Even though, as I said, for me, I've only ever known it as the tinned powder. Um, Now, there was a bit of controversy in 2012. Um, Nestle USA issued a voluntary recall on a limited quantity of the powder that was made and sold in the US. It was because um, there was a variety of the chocolate product uh, where they were informed by their supplier that it contained... Um, calcium carbonate of salmonella. So they tried to get back as many different uh, tins that could possibly have been um, affected. And as of that, uh, Nesquik chocolate mix that was produced during early October 2012 was just taken off the shelves. All affected products had the same expiration date, which was best before October 2014. And they had to issue a statement uh, apologising to their customers Sadly, uh, or yeah, I guess sadly, um, that was a big dint in their marketing because uh, for a, a product like that, you don't want uh, to be taking a lot of it off the shelf and people getting a bit worried about your product. <coughs> but um, uh, another time that Nesquik made the news was in 2003 on the 1st of April their um, Nesquik USA Facebook page posted a photo with a brand new broccoli flavour and uh, it was um, uh, one of the new ready-to-drink already pre-packaged ones. Um, However, of course, upon closer inspection of the photo, what do you think it said, Max? I don't
1: know.
0: It wasn't really a Nestle product. It was an April Fool's joke (laughs) because it was launched on the 1st of April. (laughs) Um, So some of the different products throughout the years um, 1948, uh, as we said, the chocolate powder was introduced 1954, the banana powder came along So banana was actually around before strawberry Strawberry didn't get introduced until 1960 Wow Vanilla powder was introduced in 1979 But was discontinued in 2006 due to low sales and there have been um, some other varieties of flavours that have been short-lived. Cherry from 1989 to 1995. Mango between ninety-one and 2000. A cream flavour just in ninety-seven, Triple chocolate from 2002 to 2006. Honey 2001 to 2006. Creamy soda, which was only in South Africa until recently. <laughs> Creamy soda flavoured milk. Uh, caramel and a cookies and cream as well.
2: What I don't get mm. is the cream and the vanilla. Isn't milk <laughs> <already> <laughs> Pretty much baby? already like
0: that. Well, not really. So m- milk is a creamy flavour, I guess. So it's not vanilla. We, we might have to have a vanilla flavoured show for you because uh, previously at Afternoon Delight, uh, when Aiden used to be a, a host on this show, yeah. he said the exact same thing, that... Uh, you know, vanilla isn't a flavour.
1: Mm.
0: I promise you it is. Because we can do a few different experiments to prove what uh, what different items taste like if they don't have vanilla in them when they're a vanilla product. Okay? So uh, down the track, we will do a vanilla show just for you. <laughs> okay? Um, but yeah, that is some of the different uh, items or flavours of the powdered stuff. Um, the ready-to-drink comes in chocolate and strawberry and banana plus double chocolate Um, there is a banana strawberry mix, two together like uh, banana berry I guess you'd call it, or straw nana, I don't know (laughs) Uh, the cereal was first manufactured in 1996 and it contains small chocolate whole grain hollow spheres Uh, it is most similar to the General Mills Cocoa Puffs um, but here in Australia we have Cocoa Pops So they're like direct competition. You don't see them on the shelves very often because Coco Pops pretty much own the market. (laughs) Um, It's sold in the UK, Sweden, Canada, Mexico, France and Hong Kong. It is also sold in um, some other countries in kind of specialty shops. But uh, yeah, you struggle to get it here in Australia. They uh, had some other products, as I said. The Nest Quick candy bars were originally known as Nestle Quick candy bars before the 1999 change. Um, a fondue fountain was made by Smart Planet Home using the Nest name. They had a hot cocoa mix featuring bunny shaped marshmallows. And we should say that uh, there's been close to one dozen different mascots over the years. When you think of Nestle, what do you think of?
2: I was just about to say parrot, but that's not it. <laughs> um, I what, don't
0: know. what do you think would be a mascot of uh, an, of Nesquik?
2: It's got rabbit on
0: here. Yeah, so the Nesquik bunny, yeah. he's got a name. But before that, back in 1955, Nestlé hired ventriloquist Jimmy Nelson to do all its um, advertising. His dummy Danny O'Day would say, "Quick." ...makes milk taste like a million dollars. And uh, then they'd sing a jingle. But uh, the Nesquik Bunny um, was introduced a little bit later on. So he had a big Q on a collar like a necklace... ...and was introduced into television commercials in 1973. He was voiced by Barry Gordon... ...and would sing a, a rock and roll kind of jingle... ...it's so rich and thick in chocolate that you cannot drink it slow if it's quick... We've put a copy up on the Afternoon Delight uh, Facebook page of one of the early, um, I couldn't find the original quick ads, but uh, yeah, one of the earlier ones where he was a little bit melancholy about drinking the chocolate milk, to be honest. Um, But in the US, uh, the quick bunny was renamed Quick bunny, and his Q was changed to a different letter. N. N. Why do you think it was changed to N.
2: N for
0: Nestlé Nesquik. Yeah. He appears on the packaging and marketing of most products these days. Um, the artist who made the redesign of the bunny was a cartoonist named Raymond Maria Cassanias. Um He's known as Quickie, the Nesquik bunny in France, Italy and Canada. And uh, yeah, that's a little bit of history about the Nesquik bunny. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break. Ha, ha, ha. And we'll be back <laughs> to uh, give a bit of a uh, a sample here on Afternoon Delight. If you've got some memories of Nesquik, let us know. You can text in 0439 329 713. That is 0439 329 713. We've got uh, some fun facts to share with you a little bit later. Uh, but right after this, we're going to go head to head. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. On Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to go head-to-head here in the studio. And I should ask, have you had an Esquik before, Max? Yes, I have. Do you have a preference for flavour before we start?
2: I like the strawberry.
0: You like the strawberry? Yes. Yeah. So you're going in uh, with one already in your mind that you prefer. Yeah. We'll see if we can convert you.
2: (laughs) Because
0: as I said, banana was my favourite flavour as a child. And this is one of the rare treats that we were allowed as kids. When I say rare, because uh, we didn't really do lollies and stuff as kids. I'm I'm not a huge lolly fan, to be honest. Uh, When I I was growing up. I don't know. (laughs) 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 I, I don't know. It's bizarre. This was one of the things that we did have uh, as kind of a treat as kids. We used to look after um, a boy that had um, Down syndrome, and he would live on this stuff. This was all that he ate and drank <laughs> was strawberry quick. So I have uh, some pretty horrific memories of this stuff. But uh, it's not like Milo, in that Milo, the more teaspoons of flavour you put in, the better it tastes. Yeah. <laughs> I find with this that uh, the more you put in, not only does it taste a lot sweeter, but it loses its, I don't know, it becomes, it becomes almost sour at oh. the bottom, but uh, do you want to talk us through how to make uh, a Nesquik drink?
2: Um, get some milk, um, put as many, t- um, spoons of Nesquik in as you want. Yep. <laughs> now,
0: how, how many would you normally put in? 1, two, five, <laughs> I'll 10, put, 20? I
2: don't know, 2? What, what, what colour does
0: it have to change to? Light pink, dark pink? Light pink. Light pink? Is that light enough for you? Yeah.
2: Yeah?
0: Yeah. yeah. Okie dokie. So, we have uh, some Nesquik in a cup. We're doing kind of Nesquik shots. Um, What do you notice about it? Anything in particular?
2: Smells like strawberry milk. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) That's a good thing. (laughs) Because it says no artificial colours or flavours, but to be honest, how do you make powdered milk um, a strawberry flavour if you're using the traditional stuff? So apparently it contains cane sugar, maltodextrin, which is a type of maize, and flavour and colour may contain milk beware of that <laughs> um they try and tell you it's a good source of protein but that's only uh, sorry good source of calcium but that's only when you add milk to it <laughs> that's like saying cocoa pops are a good source of calcium it's only a good source of calcium if you're adding milk to it <laughs> so uh you've had a bit of a slurp there what's mm-hmm. your thoughts
2: it's good. Do you know <laughs>
0: do you know what the um the slogan of Nesquik is now?
2: No. Nah.
0: Makes milk fun. Are you thinking this milk tastes fun now? That you've put Nesquik in it? I don't know. Tastes better but tastes better? <laughs> yeah. So does it taste... when you say it tastes strawberry, is it a, a powerful flavour? Not really. Not really?
2: Yeah just depends how much you put in. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Would you like me to try it with uh, too much?
2: Okay. Okay? You
0: happy with that? Yep. (laughs) Okay. So I'll put the exact same amount of milk in again.
2: Yep.
0: And I'm going to (laughs) quadruple the amount of uh, flavouring just to prove to you that I I personally feel that it goes from being um, a sweet flavour to a really kind of sour but you can tell me I'm wrong so one, two, three four scoops now I apologise to your family in advance <laughs> on the amount of sugar that you're about to consume this um,
2: is about the same amount <laughs> as we usually get.
0: Is it? Okay well this has turned the, the milk from a very white mil- white pink to almost dark what? dark pink. Very dark pink yeah. <laughs> so let me know what you think of that. So it's not just dark pink. What That's th-
2: very strong.
0: Yeah. What do you think of the flavour, though? Does it turn from s- sweet to almost sour?
2: Kind of. Yeah. It's like you just got a bottle mm-hmm. of uh, um syrup, mm-hmm. strawberry syrup, yep. and you just went... Drank scrub. it? <laughs> yeah.
0: So... On the <laughs> index of colours, um, I'll try and describe exactly what um, uh, what colour we're looking at here for listeners at home. Because it leaves the um, uh, the granules at the bottom. It, it, that's what you call concentrate. There was no more I could stir into that.
2: Yeah, I just got a lump of it.
0: <laughs> there was absolutely no more that I could stir into it it was pretty much just milk and sugar together. <laughs> um, it was almost a purpley pink, to be honest. Mm. Magenta, kind of, yeah. Okay, so now, <laughs> now that you've got that strawberry in your system, that's, that's your defining line. Um, anything else you'd like to tell us about it? Not really. Not really? Okay. Do you want to go head-to-head with the chocolate? Okay. Because I nearly went chocolate versus Milo, But uh, they're two different. Milo's a malted chocolate flavour, whereas the chocolate Nesquik is a chocolate chocolate flavour.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So I'll go the exact same quantity again, just as normal. We'll go one spoon to kind of two milk sort of thing. Um, Do you have any techniques or special things that you would add Nesquik to other than milk? Not really. Not really? Because no. you can put it over um, ice cream or add it to sundaes and things like that.
2: Hot chocolates?
0: Yeah, hot chocolate. You can warm it up. It's been a long time since I've had a warm um, Nesquik, to be honest. And I wouldn't be doing it over summer.
2: <laughs> it actually tastes like marlowe. Does it? Yeah.
0: It could be because you're using the same cup as <laughs> the extra yeah. strawberry Yeah. <laughs> okay so have a slope on that and let me know what you think it's got a very unique taste Nesquik Um, it's a richer chocolatey or cocoa-y taste Mm
2: -hmm. yep
0: and I actually prefer this over the strawberry to be honest but that's just my prerogative what are you thinking after having all that uh, strawberry? <laughs> uh, has the chocolate done anything for you? Not really. Not really? You're still <laughs> a strawberry fan? Yeah. Ah, dang. <laughs> thought, I thought I'd convert you. Well then, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, what are we... You're ranking it strawberry over chocolate?
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: okay then, I, I admit defeat. <laughs> Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this with the sweetest tune. So don't go anywhere. If you've got any uh, Nesquick fun facts and figures you'd like to share, or uh, memories of uh, quick growing up, let us know. Oh four three nine three two nine seven one three, or you can jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. It is time for our sweetest tune here on Afternoon Delight. Max, you uh, set me a challenge yeah. to find the world's fastest song. Yeah. I think I have. <laughs> um, so in 2014, uh, Jack White, who we have actually featured on Afternoon Delight recently, his band The White Stripes, do you remember why they were called The White Stripes? No. No? They were fans of candy canes. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they recorded a song called Candy Can. So we're actually going to feature a Jack White solo project. He recorded the world's fastest song called Lazaretto. Um, The track was recorded on Record Store Day of April 2014 at his third Man studio in Nashville, Tennessee. He recorded it straight to vinyl and began pressing the 45s before they were delivered back to hundreds of fans who were queuing up outside Um, because he announced he was going to be doing this project and they all wanted one Um, so Lazaretto by uh, Jack White is our um, sweetest tune today what are you what are you expecting to hear (laughs) with the world's fastest song
2: um words being said fast perhaps (laughs) yeah I don't know
0: don't know it's Yeah, anyway, (laughs) this is it. No, I don't know about you, Max, but to me that doesn't feel like the world's fastest song. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like we were a bit ripped off there. (laughs) But apparently... Um, the time... I don't know. I give it. <laughs> that that was apparently the world's fastest record. Oh! Unless... The world's fastest record... Ah, okay. Maybe it's the world's fastest song on a record. Because 45s... Yeah, okay. I get it. <laughs> so, 45s are um, a type of record. And they don't really get made much anymore. So, that was probably the fastest song that was ever released on a 45 record. Mm. We were tricked. <laughs> Let's uh, share some Nesquik facts instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, quick occasionally gets mentioned in popular culture. Um, there's a parody... Uh, of uh, the quick Bunny in an episode of Le Casson um, Singer Wheeler El Yankovic one of my personal uh, heroes he features the term Strawberry Quick in his song That's Your Horoscope for Today he says drink a gallon of Strawberry Quick
1: <laughs>
0: uh, the rap group House of Pain sing Strawberry Quick in their song Boom shalock, Lock Boom Tyler Zetting, the starting goalie for the West Washington University men's hockey team, said he made a promise early in their team season. I don't know why I said this, but I promised the whole team would get Nesquik if we won the national championship. And after each win, they would reportedly chant, One game closer to Nesquik! Um, The whole team chanted, Nesquik, 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 when they actually won the championship. Uh, in Disney's Wreck-It Ralph, we put a, uh, a video up <laughs> on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. The uh, the chocolate milk appears when Fix-It Felix and Sergeant Coolahan fall from a double stripe into Sugar Rush and into Ness Quicksand. Oh. And um, that's got to be the epitome of product placement, if ever there was one. So check it out on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, Ness Quicksand. <laughs> Um, we're going to have to take a quick break again, and uh, we'll be back to share a recipe. Say,
1: hey, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me?
0: It is time to share a recipe on Afternoon Delight. What are we going to be making, Max?
2: We're going to make a brownie, Nesquik brownie in a mug.
0: you, dokie, What do we need to do? Oh, well, what do we need <laughs> for, first up?
2: <laughs> Go over a cup of powdered chocolate drink mix, which is uh, Nesquik. Mm-hmm. A pinch of salt, two tablespoons of powdered chocolate drink mix. And three tablespoons of water, quarter of a cup of all-purpose flour, two tablespoons of olive oil, and,
0: and yeah. then you can start making it. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh-huh. Shouldn't take too long.
2: <laughs> mix quarter of a cup plus two tablespoons of powdered chocolate drink mix, flour, and salt together in a Microwave-safe mug. Add water and olive oil. Stir um, thoroughly until mixture is smooth. Microwave mixture until center is fudgy and top looks dry. About one minute and fifty-five seconds. Let let it cool. 14 minutes before serving, then yeah.
0: That is it. You're gonna
2: have it with ice cream. And
0: you could, yeah. it, would, it would be pretty dang awesome.
2: And then you can put some Nesquik on top.
0: <laughs> you could, just for an extra sugary, sugary treat. <laughs> so uh, that's this week's recipe. Uh, we're sticking that up on the Afternoon Delight uh, Facebook page right now. Because we're almost out of time, there is one thing left to do, Max. Do you know what it is?
2: Kinda, 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 skin,
0: skin, 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 Kinda,
2: kinda, 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 kinda,
1: skin, 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 skin,
0: Okie dokie, Max. Time to open up the Kinder Surprise, find out what is inside. You've, already, <laughs> you've stripped it of all the chocolate. We're Chocolate
2: down- stuck to the wrapper.
0: Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> so we're down to just the uh, plastic capsule. What is inside there?
2: Everything's white inside.
0: Okay, lots of little white plastic bits. Ooh. Oh. Well, I'm predicting...
2: And then there's cardboard parts.
0: Cardboard parts that are yellowy-orange colour?
2: Looks like fire things.
0: Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe Ah. a bird's beak. No? What is it?
2: It's a cockatoo.
0: Ah, sulphur-crested cockatoo. Yeah. Oh, so that bit must be the crest. Yeah. Okay, so how many little white pieces have you got there?
2: There's one, two, three, four.
0: Four different pieces and another half a dozen or so white bits to make the crest. Uh-huh. Radio then. Uh. <laughs> That's a uh, bit of a strange mix. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you try and piece that together. So Max is matching up all the uh, little yellow cardboard pieces, one on top of the other. And I'm s- guessing that that then will fan out to make the, the crest. And I'm glad to see you're actually using the instructions <laughs> this week. <laughs> because uh, even though there's only four white pieces... They don't look all that easy to put together. It's very much a step-by-step. Step. So he's threading the cardboard pieces to the top of the cockatoo's head. And that will uh, make the crest. Putting the other half of the cockatoo's body together. Struggling there a little bit. Trying to match up the beak and the eye and the <laughs> everything all in one. It's a very delicate process. Yeah. Uh, While you do that, uh, just a reminder, on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, you can uh, head there and send through suggestions for uh, what you'd like to see on the show, or hear on the show, I should say, and uh, you can always vote. This week we're voting, do you prefer chocolate or strawberry Nesquik? Um, Last week's vote was very much a downhill slide. Um, We were looking at Twiglets, and I'm not sure if you remember much about Twiglets, Max. You weren't a big fan. Neither is anyone online. Everybody has voted for pretzels over twiglets. So it's 100% of the vote uh, on that particular poll. But that is it for us. Stick around for unconventional ramblings on OCRFM, where Holly will be playing all your song requests. We will uh, catch you next Sunday, I believe. Oh, no, we won't, because. uh, Next week there's a special fundraise we're going to be broadcasting I think. So uh, we might be back the week after. Yeah.
1: yeah. Until then,
0: stay safe. And have a great week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Until the middle of a
1: cold dark night when everything's a little clearer in the light of day. you know the night is always Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skylight rockets in flight Afternoon delight Ah, Afternoon delight started out this morning feeling so cool. I always thought a fish could not be caught a wooden bite But you got, you got some little wind And I think I might try and nibble in a little afternoon delight Skylight rockets in flight Oh, afternoon delight This song is about daytime lovemaking Oh, afternoon delight The naughty type